Welcome everyone to the Daydreamer Variety Show. Welcome. Yay, 2020 has ended. You did did it. it. You did it. We did it. I did it. She did it. We have arrived to 2021 by the time you're listening to this. Um, And we're just really thankful. We've made it to the other side, hoping for, you know, great things this year. Though there were some good things last year. Yeah. I mean, despite the circumstances, 2020 was all in all, you know, not that bad, especially for the podcast realm, because if you haven't heard, the best podcast was started in 2020. Through much adversity, the greatest podcast was formed. And we're not talking about Harry and Meghan Markle's podcast. Absolutely not. We are speaking of the Data Variety Show. Of which you are listening to currently. Yes. If you don't know how you got here, this is a great episode for you. Yes, because we had briefly spoken previously about how we are going to do like the best of 2020. And we have decided to do a best of Daydreamer Variety Show in 2020. So after much research, we have (laughs) compiled two parts of the best of our episodes this year. 28 episodes total, obviously, because we started halfway through the year. And the setup of this clip show is going to be a little bit unique. So what we're going to do is we'll just tell you what each episode is. And then we'll take a couple clips, usually almost each episode. There might be a little bit of dead space in between two clips, but you'll get the hang of it. And then you'll be able to see what clips are from what episode. And, you know, if you feel so led to, you can go back and listen. The archives. Some real gems out there. Mm-hmm. We're very excited for you to listen to some of our finest and worst moments in these <laughs> next two episodes. I'm excited myself to hear it and, you know, just see like where we started, where we're at, um, you know, how funny we were, hopefully. <laughs> it's funny, to, one, to see us grow. Yes. As far as like just getting the hang of hosting and the rhythm and the structure of the show and how it's evolved and I'm sure how it'll continue to evolve. But two, just also hear like the quality because (laughs) we started off, you know, just in headphones. Yes. Sidebar, one of us is in headphones today, (laughs) which I think is very fitting. Honestly. It is like bringing it back down to earth. You know, like we really have gotten up high in our professional realm and now I'm like, remember iPhone headphones? Because here they are. Yeah, we're just like staying humble. Um, that's what yeah, we're like all stay about. Humble. Yep. So every now and again, we just want to throw in some like average audio for you. <laughs> also, something that I noticed in the earlier episodes is we used to do introductions. I was actually going to say like, I feel like on the club episode, we should probably say who we are. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I might have. I'm not sure. Either way, we don't do it now. And honestly, like, it's okay because we both say each other's names in each episode. We do. do. But I think it was good, especially starting out. Exactly. And, you know, people kind of get the hang of who we are and what we are. But, you know, everyone might be in 2021. We'll do like reintroduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We also, I feel like, evolved with different segments that we would do Mm -hmm. and kind of got a rhythm. Do you have a favorite? I really love when we do watch lists. Yeah. Because obviously that just like speaks to our general interest. I also like when we haven't done for a long time, but what we're loving. Yeah. Also, of course, I think probably what takes the cake would be Baby Shark Tank. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. You hit my notes. I enjoy personally talking about watch lists the most just because we like talking about it exactly passion project but what is most funny in my opinion to listen to and i would guess for the listeners is baby shark tank as well as castaway 
That episode was funny. And we will be doing that soon. Yes, that was a good one. Definitely a good one. We are just so excited for like where this podcast is going and just thank you for sticking with us. That's just like the big, the big takeaway Mm -hmm. as we've been listening to these, um, to the archives. (laughs) So thank you for sticking with us. Please enjoy um, laughing with us and at us. Here is some great clips from 2020. Here we go. Episode one, a launch party. Emily, I simply do not recall, but that was a great walk on memory lane. Of course. It's funny what sticks with us. Um, And that's the reason we made the Daydreamer podcast is so that we don't have to rely heavily on our memory, but more on our imagination. Really, we just make a bunch of things up. Great. And next, episode two, a mashup. Next, I have food or what we'll be eating. And I have chosen, first of all, trash can nachos. A Guy Fieri original fantastic thing I've been thinking about for a few days. Love nachos. With, without this exercise, you've been thinking about them. Yeah, I was already thinking about it. My second choice would be a three-course fondue mm. um, where we would have a fondue of ranch dressing, <laughs> cheese, and chocolate. Oh, wow. And you already know what you're dipping in. I do. I don't want to bore anyone, but sure, definitely some sort of, you know, chicken wing situation for the ranch and then like carrot, celery, cheese, obviously bread, uh, chips, you know, anything of that sort, something crunchy, chocolate, obviously graham crackers, fruit, marshmallows, you name it, we'll dunk it. (laughs) And finally, our (laughs) self-care category. My two choices are one, a sound bath. Are you familiar with sound baths, Emily? No, but I'm just dying at you name it. Well, that's it. <laughs> I'm passionate about fondue. What can I say? <laughs> Another daydreamer tagline. Yep. For the merch, my friend. For the merch. For the merch. I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, man, guys. You just never know what's going to come out of our mouths. I know. I'm excited about it. I think just the thought of something, you know, new to do, anything really, is exciting. (laughs) I'm nervous for anybody listening who doesn't know us that maybe thinks that we don't know that it might not be happening. Disclaimer, we understand this is not reality, but as the title of our podcast, we are daydreamers. We can easily put ourselves into other situations that feel very real to us, but we do understand that we are, um, you know, not going to have these experiences. No Bosco sticks here. Certainly no cartoon. And next, episode three, A Daydreamer Visit. It wasn't very scary. Yeah, which is good to know because I do not like a scary movie, but I am definitely interested in watching this. That is something that you will never see us recommend. Absolutely not. The only thing that we might recommend is like Quiet Place vibes. Yeah, and I didn't even watch that because it was scary. <laughs> that was like top tier scary for me. Like yeah. I will not go any further. I don't want anything that's gonna give me a bad dream. You know, we are daydreamers and we are um we are sponges to what yeah. we consume. I'm a daydreamer. I don't wanna be a night dreamer of nightmares. <laughs> I'm not a nightmare dreamer. No, absolutely not. I'm a daydreamer. Uh, I'm trying to go away from the darkness. Mr. Tux is right behind you. There's a cat directly behind my head. (laughs) 
Mr. Tux, we're live. <laughs> Tux, we're recording. We're in studio right now. Um, Emily's younger brother is a cat. And um, he is right behind my head. He is the weirdest cat you've ever encountered. He is. In fact, last night I said, Mr. Tux is the saddest cat in America. <laughs> He's sad because his parents are gone <laughs> for the weekend. He's sad because his parents are gone. I don't know where his food is. I wake up first <laughs> in the morning and he's mad. I won't feed him. And that is what it is. It is what it is. But honestly, he, he wants to be involved. So maybe we'll give him some airtime later. Yeah. Hopefully he'll give us some commentary on something. Mr. Tux, what do you have to say about Bachelor Nation? Mm. Oh. Ple- pleading the fifth. Wow. The look he just gave me said everything. <laughs> Episode four, a pool party. Whoever wins the basketball game gets duo immunity and gets to go to the grill for first choice of grilled meats at the end of the party you will be voting someone off (laughs) yeah i think it would be hard not to make like survivor jokes around them but i would really try not to because i'd want to seem cool and like a good future contestant so at the party there will both be lit torches survivor buffs and you will be handing out roses yes this is basically a a combination of every reality show that i am interested in because there'll also be a singing competition between zoe andy and niall in the dj booth yep they're gonna have like a sing-off yeah absolutely maybe a little bit of wipeout. yeah like you have to try to run across the pool floats there's gonna be noodles super soakers rafts mm-hmm. diving boards yeah. oh my gosh what a great party we're planning i feel excited Pe- about it and, and it's not real <laughs> Uh, many people will probably be wearing goggles. You have to in a challenge. Flippers. Like yep. This is a big pool. <laughs> Listen, I loved to walk, at, walk around the pool growing up with flippers. Wow. I don't think I ever had flippers. Never try to run in flippers because it will for <laughs> sure end in a face plant. Not that, that I've experienced it. Um, and then maybe this could be a prime time to like introduce me to them. Mm-hmm. Um and say like you know i came with john mayer but it's great to meet you and really playing the field over at your party listen i already said that i wasn't committed to him so (laughs) wait so who are you going to be committed to i don't know i guess we'll just have to see what happens oh they're going to bring somebody for you yeah i mean if you're yeah yes yes it's a blind date but like hey here's my friend it's like an introduction for like down the road casual like, they follow you on Instagram later, and then, like, you guys start talking, and boom. We meet at church again. <laughs> we meet at church Well, now we've just gone into the fantasy of how we will get in relationships. <laughs> and if you're listening out there and you're wondering if these are unrealistic expectations, the answer is simply yes. But what are you going to do? And next, episode five... A watch list. <laughs> After I found out Zach Efron did not sing his own songs at High School Musical 1, I've never believed anyone again that they were actually singing for themselves. I did not know that. You didn't know that? Crushed. Wow. Yeah, the first High School Musical is not Zach Efron singing. But he sings second and third? Yes, he got some lessons apparently. Uh, prepare first for the first one. Well, I think they maybe didn't know it was going to be the greatest hit of our generation. I'm so surprised because they really match up the voices well. 
you would feel like there would be a lot of contrast in vocal performance. Yeah, if you look at the, I think if you look at the soundtrack of the first movie, it has someone else's name. Guys, that's the early 2000s T right there. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Honestly, all I needed was the title. I know. What is so pertinent about this is that as 18-year-olds, freshmen in college, some may have been out partying all night, perhaps visiting a frat house. I don't know. We were playing The Floor is Lava in our lounge. I'm crying. (laughs) What's funny is we would play all the time. All the time. It was like an exciting thing to look forward to. And Friday night, pull out the pillows, move the couches. It's time. On this show, it's like, the floor is lava. And I'm like, wow, I feel like we were doing that in college. But wow, what a good time it was then. I would do it again now. I like it. And honestly, they eat so much, it's shocking. Like, they went to this oyster farm, but I I guarantee they each ate, like, over 100 oysters. Oh, my goodness. Do you like oysters? Have you you had oysters? No, but I did go through a fried clams phase when I was, like, 10. (laughs) Where would you get the fried clams at? Any local Michigan dive, really. Uh, I would order the fried clams with a side of French fries. So it was oh. kind of like, you know, you didn't know what you were going to get because they all looked the same. What's a fried, yeah, what's a fried clam like? Like, what's the consistency? No, no, it kind of looks like a, those poor, unfortunate souls on the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, as a clam's all squiggly. like, do not picture a clam. It's like the inside of it, it's like it's muscle. It just looks like a little squiggly. Um, oh, it looks like a Cheeto. Yeah. Wow. I never even have heard of such a thing. How interesting. What a unique cuisine to Michigan. I don't think it's too Michigan. I just think that I had like a really weird palate. I didn't need interest in it. I mean, I like uh, fish and chips. Um, <laughs> and I think it's supposed to be really nice out. And I'm excited to, uh, you know, catch some rays. Catch some rays. Cath the vibe. Cath the vibe, everyone. Listen, we don't say catch the vibe, we say cast the vibe, and we don't have time to tell that story, but um, stay tuned for future episodes when you can get inside that joke. Um, yeah, so for now, just cast the vibe with us, and we look forward to vibing with you again next week. I wonder how many times per episode we say vibe. Vibe is a hot word right now. It's something we don't need to know. Not necessary. Everybody needs their own tagline. Up next, episode six, a lot of questions. It's genuinely something that I enjoy. I like like to take care of my skin, which is just so shocking because I remember in college, my mom being like, do you need an eye cream? I think you need an eye cream. One day you're going to wish you were wearing an eye cream. <laughs> and the day has come. In fact, it came a few years ago. So I'm all about it. Yeah. And it's important. It's very important because you can't get it back. You, can- <laughs> you cannot get it back, folks. I don't know what it is, but like you can't get your youthful appearance back. You know, once it's gone, it's gone. I mean, you can. People love plastic surgery these days. It's yeah, but not a not a viable option. No, like I'm not hope I'm not planning to get you know any Botox injected or fillers in my face. Are you planning on any future plastic surgery? <laughs> not at this time. Good. Not Good. on my oh, same page. <laughs> not on my face. <laughs> yeah, not on my face. <laughs>
<laughs> not on my face. Well, that's great. Any other thoughts on sunscreen, Emily? No, that's all I have for my sunscreen <laughs> announcement. <laughs> no one can talk more about less than us. I will tell you that right now. We will really, I already knew that, but I really learned that as podcasting <laughs> duo. And that's a fact. You could take that to the bank. Could be another one of our slogans, another one of our mottos. Anything can be everything with us. <laughs> so <laughs> anything can be everything. That's so true. We accept the challenge of talking, making anything boring interesting. Absolutely. And apparently that's the theme of this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I am working on a, another side activity of opening an Etsy shop. And I was working on my notebook kind of inspiration journal for that. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to make this really fun hand-drawn graphic that says, you know, catch the vibe. Cause I like to say, you know, let's catch the vibe. Obviously other people say that too. I just liked it. Not trademarked. I spent a significant amount of time one morning making this and doodling and I was all done with it and I took like several pictures of it with, you know, other stuff I was going to put on the Instagram and all this stuff. The whole time I was thinking like something is like kind of weird about that, but that must be like the right spelling, you know, but just looks was, a little like, off. Yeah. Something felt a little bit off with it. What you have probably heard us say before is that Emily and I are not great spellers. Um, creative spelling is a strength of mine. Did I write catch the vibe? You may ask. No, I wrote Kath the vibe. <laughs> C-A-T-H, Kath the vibe. I, of course, had to immediately tell Emily about it because I knew she would sympathize with me on the situation. Oh, and wow. yeah, for a good like three hours, I didn't even realize <laughs> what I had done. And then when I did, I was like, oh my goodness. But you know what? I tried again and I spelled it right and it still looked great. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. As soon as she had come to this revelation, she had taken a picture of it and texted it to me and said, I basically spent three hours doing this. <laughs> and I was crying, rolling. That was a decent amount of time ago. And since then, we cannot stop saying Kath the Vibe. And, the vibe. you know, I'm embarrassed at the amount of times that we say vibe on this show. But that's just the way it is. And I honestly think it's because we're so used to saying Kath the Vibe in a way to make fun of us. It is. Yeah. I honestly just like the word vibe, so I will try to be conscientious of that, but I just like to catch the vibe, and mostly yeah. I like to cath the vibe. <laughs> Cathing the vibe instead of catching the vibe, then you're actually catching the vibe. If you're cathing the vibe, the vibe is in you. It's there. The rhythm is going to get you. It's going to get you. So the takeaway of that is if at first you fail, try and try again, because... Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's I gotta work perfect. it. We're gonna work it. And we've all got it. So oh, we're what? really bringing it around to Miley. Miley is the reason for the season today. So maybe listen to a Miley song. Maybe listen to a Hannah Montana song. Ho down, throw down. Nobody's perfect. So that is our word of encouragement. If you can try to cast the vibe, more power to you. <laughs> more power to you. And next, episode eight, a folklore. Whose lyric is it anyway? Some baseball on TV. You know, I just, there hasn't just been a sport because for you so can. long. Yeah, there just hasn't been a sport for so long. Um, what would you give to be one of the cardboard cutouts in the seats? Have you seen those? I would give an arm and a leg. And then I was thinking what one, I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah. I was thinking what picture would I choose? A lot of different looks to serve. 
and honestly at first like it really looked like people in the stand <laughs> until they got closer and i was like those are cardboard cutouts next they're gonna be playing fake clapping fake booing kiss cam fake kiss cam fake kiss cam someone's gonna, gonna be two, like two like, cardboards <laughs> yeah someone like an intern is like running around making the cardboards like stand up for t-shirt cannons kiss ca- kiss cam doing the wave yes doing the wave they're just gonna put up the cardboards (laughs) you know throwing your beer on somebody just like all kinds of ballpark activities they're gonna strip down one of the cardboards and have it run out onto the field (laughs) i will have another cardboard security guy tackle him i think we should maybe see if they are wanting us to come do that yeah definitely i mean what more can we do because I think we have a lot of great ideas. I'd be willing to do it for room and board. Easily. Room. Or board cardboard. Yeah, for cardboards. To be one of the cardboards. To make room for the cardboard. Room and board. Yeah. I think I'd like to be the cardboard cutout, like throwing my nachos on someone. Oh, yeah. Or like <laughs> mid-dip of the pretzel. Wow. Talk about... Where does it I- end? Yeah, talk about an idea power hour for mlb what a lucrative idea it's just good to know that there's other people that still think about one direction all the time because i do i'm not afraid to say it i do love them this is a I confessional made, she does yeah, i do i made a tiktok about it the t- <laughs> yeah my tiktok i got I, I gathered every item in my apartment magazines records everything and I, I made like a, I'd hate to say it, but an altar in front of, <laughs> a non-spiritual altar <laughs> in, <laughs> in front of my Harry Styles print. And I lit my, it smells like One Direction's getting back together candle. And I just thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. That was your again. sacrifice. It was. <laughs> scary. I mean, the last episode, I'm talking about joining a cult. Now I'm talking about my altar of One Direction. <laughs> Um, I may seem confused, but don't worry. I'm just really, you know, passionate about many things. But sure. you write these things from like a very personal perspective to like get perspective on it and to like heal and move on. And he was like, it's your song until you publish it. And then it's their song, mm. you know, and it's that it's how people interpret it. Like you can look at a crowd of people that are all crying to a song for a different reason and they have no idea why you wrote that song, but it means something to them in a different way. And I thought that was so interesting. That is so interesting. And honestly, like such as art, and there are so many different mediums, music just being one of them, podcasting be another, okay? <laughs> you know, what we say and what you hear might be two different things. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's so true because the point of like art and creativity is not to force people to understand where you're coming from it's to allow people to have a perspective and an encounter with what you've done i think she has knocked that out of the park on this album yeah and it's funny because when you're creating something it's also cathartic and life-giving for you and then it ends up being cathartic and life-giving for somebody else for different reasons no Mm -hmm. matter if you're creative consider yourself a creative person or not everyone's creative everyone's creative that's a fact you can take that to the bank Mm -hmm. a daydreamer belief statement that is part of our core values. 
me feeling invincible when I'm wearing my mask and sunglasses. Yeah, personally, I would like to take over creative control of rewriting. I'm trying to oh. be about my drug test <laughs> on Folklore. This is me trying to do my drug test. Yes, this is me trying. That's what it's called. This is what I would love to do is create memes solely based on Taylor Swift's title tracks of this album. For example, okay. this is me trying in a picture of somebody trying to do a drug test. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, what are, let me look at the... Let me pull up some, some names. Seven, um, the amount... Seven Eleven. 7-11. 7-11. My trip to 7-11. 7, the amount of hours my nap was. Exile. Survivor. Exile. Survivor. Exile. Isolation in your apartment. My tears ricochet, baby got bacteria. My tears ricochet off a cheeseburger. <laughs> my tears ricochet off my microphone from laughing at myself. <laughs> my tears ricochet on my old MacBook when it will not work to record. <laughs> my tears ricochet when I get no notifications on any four dating apps. <laughs> Epiphany when I realize dating apps are trash. Epiphany when I realize I'm two years away from 30. <laughs> Epiphany when I realize Taylor Swift has eight studio albums and <laughs> I'm still trying to work on my career. Mad Woman, me when I go to Target and there's nothing in the dollar section. <laughs> Mad Woman, me talking about my parents' cat on my podcast that has 60 <laughs> followers. I, won't, I don't have any ideas for illicit affairs. Not interested. Oh, yeah. Not at next pass. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> Can't relate. And hey, God's protection. <laughs> We're all part of a greater plan. That is coming true. The one. Haven't found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the one really brings up a lot of things. How about the last great American dynasty? Duck dynasty. Mm. The last great American dynasty. The proud family. <laughs> I wasn't really allowed to watch The Proud Family because they were kind of rude to their parents. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't allowed to watch Rugrats because same because Angelica was naughty. But were you allowed to watch The Rugrats when it was about the story of Moses? No. but I, I was allowed to watch that one. But I was allowed to watch Friends. <laughs> and go to Britney Spears concerts. Yes. And NSYNC. <laughs> yes. The one, NSYNC. <laughs> wow hoax 2020 2020 <laughs> nailed it <laughs> hoax the gym membership i pay for and have not been able to use for four months peace hoax i mean yeah. i'm just getting it in time writing an entire storyline based off of the album titles i'm thinking maybe what we Facts. what you could do is just like incorporate some fillers in between each title track to create one meta narrative Okay, do you want to try to do that right now? Oh my gosh. I'll do a take. Okay. Okay. I guess the one cardigan that I love was created by the last great American dynasty. They developed this line when they were in exile, and it's kind of difficult because my tears ricochet off of my microphone as I tell you the story because they had a treasured mirror ball. Well, they had seven of these mirror balls, and they were once made in August of last year, I believe. And this is me really trying to understand how the illicit fairs of the last great American dynasty um, had a lot of invisible strings and led them to become mad women. 
And it's really an epiphany on my part how Betty was able to find peace in this situation that I totally believe was a hoax. Oh my gosh. <laughs> End scene. I'm not even going to try. That was so great. And that's on being full of crap. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just why we have our podcast listed under improv, everyone. Exactly. I have had a series of dreams, though, that included so many weird things. Hit me. One included an old car, like an antique, like a Model T car. <laughs> like early 19th century Henry Ford. Yeah, that I drove to babysit. Oh my gosh, you drove it. <laughs> yes. And then I got to this babysitting job and the mom just like hung out with me the whole time. And I thought she was going to leave. And finally she was like, okay, you can leave now. And I was like, wasn't I supposed to babysit? And she goes, um, I just like decided I didn't want to leave you with the kids. So based on your vehicle, we're going to have to go ahead and just like furlough you. <laughs> yeah. And then this is where like the anxiety part comes into it. I then tried to drive home, but actually drove the wrong direction for many hours. <laughs> and I ended up in like a series of unfortunate events that included like acrobat clowns that ended up stealing my my like model t vehicle and then i was trying to use an ipod nano <laughs> to call my mom in in your model t <laughs> the model t had been taken and oh. and, the, and the acrobat clown things were like in some sort of like vortex formation like you would see in like a weird like cirque du soleil performance anyways i somehow had an ipod nano i thought i could call <laughs> my mom and it was like getting so stressful that i woke up Wow. I'm picturing like Cirque du Soleil people and they come with their little silk toils <laughs> and they like wrap it around. They do a little cartwheel and they all start dragging it with their silk. Yeah. I mean, it was like the weirdest thing. And that was like during a nap. And then when I went to bed last night, I had another one that involved my sister's volleyball coach. I was like with her family living on a mountain. Obviously. Lots of weird things happened, and then they like took me home. I live behind a gas station with our other friend Emily, and we were like getting ready to go somewhere, and I could not remember how to change my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally couldn't even move. I couldn't even function because I couldn't remember how to change my clothes, and my paralyzed. hair was so I was paralyzed, and my hair was so dirty, and I was like, no one's ever going to like me if I leave my home with this greasy hair, and I couldn't change my clothes. Yeah, and then I woke up this morning. I'm sure we could, like, pull a lot of parallels from those dreams into reality, but let's just say it's been a stressful, you know, couple days of rest. It's one That's of those just, things, it, do you wake up and you're like, was that real? I woke up and I was like, I am messed up up what is going on <laughs> and i have I to write this to, down and then i tried to do like a relaxing yoga video last night to kind of like calm my mind good idea and at the end you know you're just like laying there having Sh shavasana. Shavasana. <laughs> shavasana i fell asleep on the floor <laughs> for i don't know like i've i don't know i feel like it was like two hours my body was like rigor mortis i couldn't even move because I've been laying on the floor. You genuinely don't know how long it was, though. I really don't, because I don't remember what time I started the video. But I wanted it was at least an hour. Oh my gosh! 
It was like a while. This wasn't like the time I fell asleep in yoga class. Actually, it happened. Actually happened in, in like public. a 30 person yoga class. I fell asleep. And you know, that was just kind of a light sleep. I mean, I was snoring, but it was kind of a light <laughs> sleep. <laughs> this one, I mean, I was by myself, so no one could wake me up. And yeah, I've just like really passed out. No weird dreams then, though. No, I must have gotten just so relaxed from that the, the power of yoga. Could could the witchcraft be contributing to your anxiety this week? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm probably under spiritual attack. <laughs> Moment of silence. Oh my gosh, you guys. All I talk about is like a cult moving to <laughs> Costa Rica to join a commune. Discovery of witches. I just feel like I'm not like really putting a good brand out for myself. This podcast like- is a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> well, you know, well, being a daydreamer, a lot of these things are very imaginative, but am I going in a dark direction? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My mom's going to be so upset with me. But I assure you, I know that it is not real. Okay, good. You have a firm footing in reality. I have a very firm footing in reality. I don't believe any of it. I don't want anyone to like drink my blood. I don't want to drink <laughs> anyone else's blood. I don't want to cast any spells. The only power I want is from the Holy Spirit. Uh, <laughs> and next episode 10, Baby Shark Tank. I'm just thinking about like all the activities that you're doing in your apartment. And for some reason it just flashed that it's similar to the movie room. (laughs) I was literally thinking today, I was like, wow, I used to leave my apartment go to the gym, go to work, go to all these places. And I'm like, wow, I just do all of that inside of my home now. Do all of it in one area. Wow. I've arguably never gotten better bang for my buck out of my rent because I'm <laughs> doing all these things. <laughs> that room is a Swiss army knife. I can do anything here. I mean, why would I ever need to leave? Wow. Shout out to Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay, I think is his name. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Really? I like, I know about it, but I just, like, I don't remember actually watching it. I think that it would, it, I mean, it's heavy because of the topic but you i think you would really enjoy it minus some minus some like heavy things like sexual assault and kidnapping i think that I you say- would i think that you could write <laughs> i was gonna say heavy things happen here too but not those heavy things <laughs> oh yeah you should watch it hey i'll add it to my watch list we are going to try out a segment called Shark Tank. And if you can believe it, we are going to be pitching each other investment ideas. (laughs) And if you hear an idea and you're interested in investing, you know what to do. Hit the DMs because we have lots of ideas. We just, you know, we don't have that business brain. You know, if you have that business brain and you've got the cold, hard cash, We would love to partner with you. We are looking for someone type A and someone with a trust fund. (laughs) Yes. For both business partners and boyfriends. (laughs) It needed to be said. I have so much more to say about that, but we simply have to move on. We'll circle back later, okay? Okay, great. Next is me. Yes. What do you have for us today? I have me walking into the shark tank which, you know, 
I will say that we at one point tried to figure out if we should call it the shark tank just because like we're not official sharks. So the, the amateur shark tank or baby shark tank. Oh my gosh, baby shark. That's it. Baby shark yeah, tank. baby shark tank. That's absolutely really it. Absolutely. Okay. Picture me walking into the baby shark tank. Baby shark. Baby shark. And next episode 11, Justice for the Clovers. Well, my favorite podcast will be of no surprise to you. Okay. Hit me with it. It's the Daydreamer Variety Show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I almost wrote it. Wait, wait. Uh, I haven't heard of it. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Well, the Daydreamer Variety Show is a fun, lighthearted podcast hosted by two friends that have a dynamic that is simply unmatched. They discuss compelling topics such as Shark Tank, their Brand. non-existent dating lives, <laughs> and underwhelming television. And I simply cannot recommend the JJ River podcast enough because there is something for everyone and a takeaway that you'll think about throughout the rest of the week. Wow. It sounds like their wit is undeniable. It's mm-hmm. maybe less structured, but I surely feel like if we didn't have any structure, we actually wouldn't have any, like, God knows. Basically what our podcast would be without structure it would just be like a five-hour monologue. <laughs> it would basically just be like our Instagram videos we send each other all day, like, yeah. on just, like, all of this. <laughs> so many random <laughs> thoughts. It would be completely unrelatable. It would be, wow. Sometimes you need a little structure. But I really want to listen to the podcast. Yeah, they're organized professionals and... um you know, go listen to the Ghost Runners. Actually, it's just Ghost Runners. Um, actually, speaking of... Ghost spe- Runners variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Speaking of... This is good because it transitions into some of our housekeepings. I was going to say the Ghost Runner show, and then I realized that it doesn't have the word the in front of it. And if... Oh, like... That reminds me <laughs> of us because... <laughs> if anybody has re- realized... We call it the Daydreamer Variety Show, and on all the streaming platforms, it literally just says <laughs> Daydreamer Variety Show. <laughs> so we're a little inconsistent with some of our marketing, and it's because we don't know which one to pick. Um, and it's because I love to say the before everything. No, like, it's, really- it's grammatically correct. If there's anything that people know about us, it's that we know grammar. Exactly. It just sounds like the Daydreamer Variety Show sounds – it just – flows off the tongue better than daydream or variety show but there's just so many words it just looks too long yeah it's too many words agree it should be but it's just hard when you say it yeah but if and when we ever get a little you know a little bit more organized and cohesive not like but when when we would just you know like our logo or whatever it will probably have the in it i'm guessing because it just it it needs to Mm -hmm. um maybe it's funny the longer the title, the funnier the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree. And next, episode 12, Castaways. And then I remember that I bought all the ingredients to make such a random food. Banana pudding. <laughs> I cannot handle certain textures. And the texture of a mushed banana and pudding is like the pinnacle of what I can't handle. It's a very polarizing food choice. Another part of just like talking about the hard knock life, a perk of being an adult is just thinking like, wow, you know what sounds really good? Banana pudding. I'm going to have that for dinner. I simply got the ingredients and I whipped it up and now I can have banana pudding for the next three days. 
Yeah, make sure you get rid of it before we leave for our extravaganza. Oh my gosh, I will because that would be so gross in the refrigerator. I'm worried about like the amount of banana pudding consumed prior to your trip, <laughs> and I'm I'm worried it's gonna put you in a funk. <laughs> a banana pudding funk right now the two meals i have prepped in my refrigerator for the next two days are chicken korma and banana pudding so <laughs> you're considering the banana pudding a meal <laughs> yeah <laughs> like breakfast <laughs> you can have pudding for breakfast i'm also thinking of rice pudding just oh, pudding no. in general I no, no 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 I, I don't like that i simply can't handle pudding. no all this is is because banana pudding is not actually like banana pudding. It's vanilla pudding with mixed with Cool Whip. Oh. With cool Whip. And then you just have like vanilla wafers. So it's crunchy pudding. And then you slice banana. Okay. That's definitely like giving me a dessert vibe. It, so yeah, big time. It's okay. a big time dessert vibe. Okay. It's like. Well, you said it was breakfast. <laughs> no, but like certain desserts you can eat for breakfast, like, like apple cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah, cinnamon roll, oh, apple wow. cobbler, <laughs> like ice cream. Okay, I never said I had the perfect outlook on life. This is just my unique Anna outlook. <laughs> Playing it fast and loose, you know. So honestly, yeah. By the time you see me on Friday, my digestive system might really be in a state. Uh, do you want to tell people why we're meeting? We are headed to Holland, Michigan, to the beach. To the beach. Beach. Yeah, we briefly spoke of it last week. Um, by the time you hear this podcast, we will have finished our extravaganza. And it's not just Hopefully. going to be us, but it'll be a couple more gals from college. So yep. we're very excited. Yes, shout out to our you know other friends. And we can't wait to see them. And yeah, hopefully the weekend goes well and hopefully we're still friends and can record again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be devastating for the listeners and obviously for the dynamic of our relationship. <laughs> I'm guessing that it's only going to enhance our chemistry. Yeah, I think so. We're going to have a little um, meeting of the minds before we head to the beach. and Business um, meeting. A little business meeting, come up with some new fun ideas. Really just, you know, have a peer review maybe with each other. Report card of some sort. <laughs> I, um, an exit interview. <laughs> a mid-semester review. <laughs> These are some things that you could improve on. <laughs> Turning up your microphone. Well, Turning I would on your microphone for me. <laughs> As to um, nines, it would be really difficult for us to have a peer review of each other. But if we needed to, we would. But I don't yeah. think we need to. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all fun. Until somebody and, gets yeah. hurt. Until <laughs> someone gets hurt. And that's not going to happen. So, As many of you know, um, at times we dabble on the dating apps. You more than me. Me more than Emily. She really needs to clarify. <laughs> I put it on my resume. <laughs> me as any single 28 year old in the middle of a pandemic but i had a like come through this morning it really just had me laughing so hard because this person this was on hinge they had a meme i can't tell if they made this themselves or they found this in the and you know just on the internet somewhere but it was one of their pictures was a meme one of their pictures okay they chose to put a meme up sure and it says in all caps i love god and then below that, in smaller letters, it says, and trap music, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. If you don't know what trap music is, it's like hip hop, kind of hip hop music. And then, you know, you can like add a caption, like over the picture. If you like tap on it, the picture, it'll like say more. And then it says, I hashtag pray and then get to my hashtag hustle. 
<laughs> I just love that. Not only did they want to share the meme and say, I love God and trap music, but they also wanted to clarify then that, that I pray and then I get to my hustle. We don't know what the hustle is, but we do know they're praying before. Yeah. I mean, can you have a foot in both doors? Debatable. It, But it really just made me laugh. You just never, ever, ever know what you're going to find out there. And that one really had me laughing because honestly, that meme was better than looking at another person holding up another fish. And Rural Indiana. And that is just the truth. And then just a bonus on top of that, one of the prompts was, you should leave a comment if, and then their thing they filled in was like, you like nap dates. Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> like just going on a date to take a nap together? Confused I am. Sounds like someone would need a chaperone for that. <laughs> wow, that is so funny. Um, That's when I realized that like I am more so on the dating apps for personal entertainment than <laughs> the actual thought of like dating someone off of one of them. That was just like a personal check for you. <laughs> it really was. Recently, Anna and I have tried out this Christian dating app. One guy on there, I screenshotted it from a while ago actually, but I did a deep dive because you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Right right above this little blurb is a picture of him taking a mere pic in his button-down and a ginormous cowboy hat. Obviously, his room is absolutely trashed. And below it, it says, reach out if. Doesn't even make any sense grammatically. Obviously, we're the grammar police. It says, reach out if girls that like soccer, UFC, that can cook, and also likes parks and talk. Emily, that's you. What? That sounds just like you. You like park, you like talk, you like cook. You UFC baby? Me like mere pick. <laughs> Me like 10 gallon hot. Done. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Kath the beach vibe. Um, another one would be trail hiking and there was like a rope swing and you could swing into natural pools. So think about like the notebook, but in Fiji and with each other and not Ryan Gosling. But what if Ryan Gosling was there? Sold. Sold. Talk about daydreaming. <laughs> um, another activity that we could do would, you know, drink great water because I'm sure, you know, Fiji bottled water be, would just be like really accessible. I was actually going to ask you do you think we would see them filling the water bottles in the ocean i think that that's probably an activity that we would do slash i'm pretty sure it's spring water because you maybe can't drink ocean water maybe we can make some coin while we're there filling the water bottles yeah that could so. be our that could be our side hustle yeah um another thing that we could do is maybe like bop around in the different islands and try to find tom hanks <laughs> does he live there he did oh. when he was castaway <laughs> <From> castaway <laughs> dang anna also maybe we could catch we could find the survivor set absolutely well that is one of my bits so oh sorry (laughs) rewind pretend it is said back her up we could also try to find wilson because he is still lost at sea you know what is that 16 years later did you ever have a wilson volleyball did i yeah not with they did have okay the hand with the hand yeah like i didn't 
but I was going to say that because I felt like it was the end of the conversation. <laughs> like, did you have Muslim volleyball? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say with the hand on it. No, but I did always see them at the store. Yeah. I can't remember if I, I think I did had one. I, hmm, I think I had one or someone I knew did. I feel like I am about a week away from Wilson level in the room here. <laughs> Wilson! Wilson! <laughs> I feel like I can just really relate with Castaway at this point in my life. Wilson! I'm sorry! Wilson, I'm sorry! That movie is something. I feel like that movie I was is too something. young to see that. I'm, I never <laughs> want to watch it again. Talk about mental health. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. Like we were saying, life gives you perspective, and I can no longer casually enjoy Castaway. As an adult, I can no longer casually enjoy Castaway. It's simply too no. triggering. <clears throat> it really is, because that's so alarming. Are we comparing our current lives to being completely isolated and trapped on a deserted island? Yeah. I don't think that's too big of a stretch. <laughs> Maybe we can get some like temporary tribal tats or permanent full sleeve, all tribal, all tribal. Maybe we could tattoo each other. Who do you think would make a better tattoo? Me, maybe if I was drawing like landscape or you, if it was, you know, anything else or furniture. <laughs> I mostly draw 2D furniture. So that would be. Oh, well, you definitely you if it was a floor plan. Yeah, I could do like, good patterns. I'm good at patterns. Abstract. But I, I'm, I feel like you would be good at like a, like a steady line. Mm, Anything okay. with like steady lines, you know. I think you. I'm more of an organic artist, and I think you could be more of a uh, linear artist. I'm more of an organic artist. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Anna is tattooless. I am tattooless, but I'm getting the bug. Oh, she's getting the bug in room. She's gonna give herself a tattoo. I'm about to give myself a stick poke prison yard tattoo in this room. She's going to use the heat of her lava lamp. <laughs> by the heat of the lava lamp and the sharpness of my letter opener, I will be tattooed by dawn. Everyone hide the exacto knives because you know there's a lot of them in your room. There are. I have like 10. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Do you think if your life depended on it and you, they said you have to become a cannibal or you die, what do you think you would do? I would die. I think so. I don't think I could take a bite out of another person. Yeah. I would, if it was I, like a like a human, like a whole human person. If it was just oh like, my gosh, anything, any if any part of it, I w- I would I would take I would uh, walk the plank. <laughs> just a fun little would you rather in there. Just a lighthearted would you rather. <laughs> We're all about being lighthearted around here. You know, it would be really hard to navigate the island if I had ponytails for thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to do another Would You Rather. We could stay and become co-hosts of Survivor indefinitely. So I'm assuming that Jeff Probst would have no problem handing over the baton to us because obviously mm-hmm. we're used to co-hosting and I'm sure he's heard of our world-renowned podcast, The Daydreamer Variety Show or Daydreamer Variety Show. <laughs> so those are our options moving forward. I think that sounds fantastic. I think we would be great, like, on-location interviews in the field, popping up, doing it real <laughs> on the field. What's going on? Yes, back we could be field reporters for yeah, field reporters. Jeff. Yeah. I was going to say, wow. like, back to you, Jeff. 
<laughs> we could just like be buried in the sand and all of a sudden uncover ourselves with our little mics. It'll be like talking about like a new alliance and we'll pop them. like, <laughs> recently Candace had just agreed to lie upon her family's life. What do you think about that? Candace, we have your family here in the sand dune with us. <laughs> Would you really lie on their life? We know where the cannibal island is. I was just going to say, we will roast you. <laughs> we know where the cannibal oven is. I'm thinking of us like completely covering ourselves in some like pita malark disguise and really Absolutely. hiding in the bush. Episode 13, musical movie marathon. So we watched even more than those top five. So it's been a heck of a week. And when I say I'm week, <laughs> we mean the last three days. <laughs> Yeah, we really fast-tracked all of it into, I really watched them in two, on two different days, which was maybe too much. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, I wouldn't recommend it for anyone. No, I would definitely recommend doing, you know, one a week, maybe. Right. There's a stamina that is demanded from a musical that is not demanded from, like, your average movie. No. It, there's a length. Um, oh, my gosh. It's so, so it's so simulating, too. And obviously, we love them. That's why we're talking about them. Right. But it was a lot. Yeah, it like hectic. It was go, hectic. And it to was go, hectic. like I went in back to back from Moulin Rouge into La La Land. <laughs> and, and you know, usually I, I mean, I love La La Land. I love that opening number. But when it started right after the dramatic end of Moulin Rouge, I was like, I can't. <laughs> But I did. Um, I persevered. You did. That's kind of how I felt today because this was like, um, I felt like it was like my third day of three a days. <laughs> yeah. And anything for the Daydreamer Variety Show listeners. But I got to a point this afternoon where I literally felt like I need to get off the couch. I feel like I've been there for four days when in fact I hadn't because I had been moving around and like, I would watch it for 30 minutes and go do something else or whatever. But nonetheless, I finally, I was like, I turned it off after I finished the last one, which was hairspray, a good number to end on. And I was like, I need to do yoga. I need to take a shower. I need to eat something of nutritional value. I began reading a book today. Because <laughs> yeah, I was that's so, the level that we're at. I was so overstimulated that I was like, the only thing that I, I can't even look at my phone, black and white words on the page is I need that before we get into this record otherwise i'm gonna be like (laughs) which honestly like these are big statements coming from us because if there's anybody that can watch television it's us if there's anybody (laughs) that needs constant stimulus it's us so that's when you know it was a lot absolutely but you know what i overall i enjoyed it and i'm excited to talk about it and I have another question for you, and that is, would you personally have chosen the Duke or the Young Rider? Well, Anna and I have just been consistently saying that, like, maybe if both of us can't find boyfriend slash husband, maybe, like, one of us could find boyfriend <laughs> slash husband. So we've just been declaring whoever that is as boyfriend. Yeah. And um, for us both, I think that it would probably be most lucrative to choose the Duke, but I think mm-hmm. that our hearts would really be for the playwright. I know. Absolutely. It's like my head says the Duke, my heart <laughs> says the writer. My Classic. head's in the game, but my heart's in the song, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have to choose the life of a 
of a penniless writer in Paris. Yes, right. And next, episode 14, game night. That's the best thing about podcasts is you just end up talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, before podcasting, we were podcastees. What would you say? What would you call a consumer of podcasts? I'm trying to think of something to compare it to, you know? Like if you are video games, you're a gamer. Mm. Podcast. Er. Yeah, but with pods. (laughs) Potties. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna like need to look into that. Well, maybe we should call them potties. Yeah, let's say our potties, our dreamer potties. Yeah, dream big potties, <laughs> dream big. Um, well, all you potties out there, <laughs> I feel like it's offensive. Could we get canceled? I just think like people may not understand. Now, I think of the word potty in high esteem because we both are heavily reliant on squatty potties. <laughs> That's. We just like, again, we like to be vulnerable on the Daydreamer Variety Show. And Anna and I... It's just the truth. It is the truth. Anna and I both love squatty potties. It all goes back to Shark Tank. (laughs) It really does. We know his skin is ice cold to touch. (laughs) We know who you are, Robert Pattinson. And I'm excited to have you at game night. Can you think of a more perfect person to fit your setting that we are describing? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I think it would be perfect. I'll give you one more and then we can get your setting. So I have invited Cher, <laughs> someone else who's kind of spooky. So spooky. I'm picturing her when she's, doesn't she do the Adams Family? Uh, yeah. And that's not even why I invited her. I invited her because she recently has come out with a stance on the Free Britney movement. And I'd oh like my to gosh. talk to her about it. I did not know that. She's sympathizing with Britney Spears. I just think she's an interesting person. Cher, come on down. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> My mom and I try to do an impression of Cher all the time, and it always falls flat. She's very unique. This is, this is a big one. This is a really exciting one. And that would be the Prince of Flavortown. <laughs> Royalty. For those of you who may, I don't know, be in the dark about who this is, the Prince of Flavortown is Guy Fieri's son, Hunter. 24 years old he is the heir to the flavortown throne he's the heir to flavortown he really and truly is he like now works like under his dad's wing due to my love for guy i just feel like if i could get in with the prince of flavortown i could fulfill my dream of being the princess of flavortown wow he's definitely bringing some snacks he will be bringing some of the orders I'm so excited for you and your love journey. Yeah, I just think, you know, this is a great place to see, like, if there's a spark. Mm. I think this is, like, a really casual environment. You could be the Princess Diana of Flavortown. (laughs) I don't want to be the Princess Diana, but I'd like to be the princess. I'd love to live – I would love to live to eat trash can nachos for the rest of my life. I'm just saying you would be the Princess Diana of Flavortown because it's, like, you're coming in rogue – Yes. You know, it would be a hot take. It would yes. be a unique choice. I'm not the traditional choice. I am not a child of chef. I have no critical acclaim for any of my cooking. I'm a bit older, four <laughs> years older. But I think the maturity that comes with being the Prince of Flavortown, add <laughs> <him> to the list. <laughs> uh, what are some snacks that you're going to be bringing? Okay, so the theme of our night is like one kind of snack many different ways and that is fondue 
This is a fondue fountain party. This is bringing me flashbacks to when we did the mashup episode. <laughs> yeah, because I talked about fondue. <laughs> I love a fondue fountain. What can I say? Wow, I forgot that we had already talked about it, but you know, it's like a similar vibe to that for sure. So we would have like five different fountains. They will be nacho cheese, chocolate, ranch, Alfredo sauce, guacamole. <laughs> Those are the five. We would dip things in them like breadsticks, mozzarella sticks, all kinds of sticks. <laughs> Anything on a stick, pretzel stick, corn dogs, stick. <laughs> On a stick. <laughs> Anything you could dunk on a fountain is welcome. And so what I would let people know is like, these are, I'm going to be providing the fondue fountains with these ingredients. And then I would want everyone to bring um, an exciting thing to dip into them. Oh, that's fun. And then obviously the Prince of Flavor Town would be like, help coordinate. Sure. That would be it. That would be the matchmake. That would be the bonding experience. That would be the story that you would tell people how you met. At the fondue station. Yep. We felt a spark at the fondue. Was it because we had five fountains plugged into a, into one extension cord? (laughs) Maybe. Or maybe it was a spark between us. We're going to spend the rest of our lives trying to find out. Wow. 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 What a ride it has been. That is part one of the clip show. Thank you for listening and hope you had some laughs. And stick around for part two coming soon in case we don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye.